Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad that you're with us today, and you know, as I share sometimes from time to time, I'll drive home after my messages, and I'll kind of cut up what I said, and then I think, I, you know, I should have said this, or I should have said that, so... Uh, I'm just going to add on to some of the things I said last week and uh, make it a two-part instead of me being up here and preaching 45, 50 minutes, which I don't think you want me to do. So um, anyways, we're going to look at God's Word today on uh, the second part of it, the authority of the God's word and the and what that good news brings to us. And we're going to and we're and we're going to look at that today on that authority and we have such authority in Jesus I want you to miss this that we can see into the unseen world that's the authority that we have in him I want you to turn to Second um, Kings Second Kings and we're going to look at chapter 6 in just a minute Second Kings chapter 6. Let's pray. Father, with all that's going on in the world today, Lord, whether it's someone's tuned in to watch and listen or whether they're here and we gather as a, a group, a fellowship of believers every week as we see, you tell us in your word, as we see the day approaching. And fathers, we know that you're coming back soon. We don't know when that is, Lord, but we know that we, that you give us that insight in our spirit that we can see into the unseen world. So, Father, with that, you give us the authority that we need to make the decisions that we need to make personally, professionally, and at times that we live in. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, with everything that's going on today, I heard something on the news this week, you know, uh, football season starting back up for those of uh, all the ladies that just love this time of year. That uh, anyways, but I say, you know, it never ceases to amaze me uh, what I hear or what you hear. So, Notre Dame has always, for the most part, had a, pretty good football team. Well, they were in the news this week because uh, a lot of people, their, their mascot is a leprechaun. And a lot of people are offended by the leprechaun. And so that's been all over the news. And I'm thinking, What are we living at? Here, here we, we know what happened this week. We know what's going on in Afghanistan. And, and we have people offended by a mascot. Now, what must other countries think about us, our priorities, and on top of that, our weakness? And where we're at, well, we as believers, we know that 
the news that we've heard this week and all the different tragedies and things that we've seen, that God gives us hope because as believers, you and I humbly can see through the, what he does in our life, we can see into this unseen world. Now, that being the case, what do we always do at City Church? We always go back to the Bible. God gives us a, a picture of this in the Old Testament. You know, we're, we're, as I was sharing with some of this week and, and even our pastors in the back this morning, you know, thousands of miles away, Afghanistan. So we feel in many ways we're, it's, it's, it's happening, but it, it's, you know, we haven't felt anything in 20 years since 9-11, so it's not really here. And we're just going to go do the things we need to do and go out to eat and go to the movies, whatever, you know, hobbies, different sports, or your kids' sports leagues, which is nothing wrong with that. But it's just that, you know, it's, it's just, it is what it is. In the Old Testament, there was always, always, always a threat of war in your own homeland. And you would hear from different spies or scouts that would go uh, hundreds of miles away and they would finally come back and they say, hey, this, this, this Syrian army, they're getting ready uh, to battle and they're coming your way. And it might be a few months, but in the spring, which when they usually had battles because the, the weather is breaking and they would fight in, in all summer. We give an example of this uh, in the Old Testament about Syria is going to attack or is trying to attack Israel. And they're getting frustrated because every time they go to attack, Israel's ready for them. And, you know, really that should be a picture for us. Every time the enemy goes to attack us, Jesus, if we are looking to him, sees that and prepares us for that battle. In 2 Kings chapter 6, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 12 through 18. And one of the servants said, my Lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet, now he's saying this to the king of, of Syria, O king, but Elisha the prophet, who's from Israel, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. So he said, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. And it was told, saying, surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses, chariots, and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. Notice he says he sent horses and chariots and hundreds of warriors to do what? To get one man. I would say that they were intimidated. Do you realize, maybe we don't realize how intimidated the devil and the world is by your faith in Jesus Christ? Think about that. Goes on further to say, and when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses, chariots, and the servant said to him, alas, my master, what are we going to do? Continues on. So he answered and he said, do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. 
Remind yourself. Notice what he said the very first thing. Don't fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear. We hear the news. We see what's happening in Afghanistan. We see all the things that are going on in the world. We wonder what's going on in the White House. All these different things. The very first thing God's word tells us in this story, true story, don't fear. What are you facing today? Don't fear. God's telling us don't fear. And as he says that, then he reassures them. Reassure yourself today that God's angels are watching over you. God is with you. If God is for us, who can be against us? So it goes on and continues, and he says, and Elisha prayed. So then he's speaking, he's talking. You know, sometimes we need to, we need to talk about our faith. It's amazing when, if you've, ever, if you've ever talked to somebody and you're sharing your faith so forth, and you walk away and, and, and you're reminded of yourself, you're almost more encouraged than what you encourage them because you're reminded of who you are in Jesus. And he continues and he says, so he answered, said, do not fear for those are with us are more than those are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes. In other words, a servant that he may see, may see what? That he may see into the unseen world, that he may see into the unseen world. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and this is what he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Notice what it said. It could have said anything else, but it said it this way. Not all around the city, not all around here, not all around there. Chariots of fire all around Elisha, that's you and me. God has his chariots of fire all around. Whether we realize it or not, he wants us to be able to see into that unseen world and the battles that we're facing. See, everything that we see going on in the world really pull back spiritual. What we see that's taking place in our world is a spiritual battle. It is a spiritual warfare. And then he goes one step further. He says, so when the Syrians came down to him, in other words, they were coming down. They see all, all the warriors coming after them. What takes place? It goes even one step further. Elijah prayed to the Lord again and said, Lord, strike this people, I pray, with blindness, and he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elijah. You know, we can't have our prayers answered unless if we pray. Now, I know you came just to hear that today, right? That's pretty simplistic. If we want God to answer our prayers, we have to pray. But here's the great thing. Romans, Romans tells us in, his, in Romans chapter 8, Here's the key. 
Even though sometimes you don't know what to pray, you don't know how to pray, God says he hears in your spirit, he hears your heart. He knows your motive. He knows exactly what you need. Don't stop praying. Even though you don't know what to pray, go before him and say, Lord, here I am. I don't even know what to say, but Lord, I'm here. Help me. And God, some way, somehow, if you can use that analogy, will blind those around you to where they can't hurt you. What God is telling us today, he wants us to see into that unseen world, that spiritual world. And when we do, what happens? Well, there's something that we need to do. What's the second part of this? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1, probably a few times a year. I turn to this because it's such an important chapter. Do you know that, did, did you know that <clears throat> you have the attention span of a, of a, of a goldfish? <laughs> and you know how long the attention span of a goldfish is? Seven seconds. So sometimes I feel I need to repeat myself. And so this is about the third time that we've looked at this verse. But this is, this is the catalyst. This is what God does for us in our spirit. This is what he does. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 through 21. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you. May give to you. You don't have to work for it. He may give to you the spirit unseen world that we're looking at, and, and because of that, we have that authority. May give to you the spirit of wisdom, and not only that, he's going to reveal and revelation in the knowledge of him. Not the problem, but in the knowledge of him. When we have the knowledge of Jesus, all our problems can be fixed. We don't look at the problem, we look at Jesus. We look at the unseen world, and he is the ultimate authority as he was getting ready to leave this world. He's, he tells his disciples, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints, and what is exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. Far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in, the age, uh, not only in this age, but also which is to come. What's the Lord telling us? The Lord is telling us as we look into that unseen world, the power, the authority that we have comes from the power of his death and his resurrection. 
We live by that resurrection power. Death, hell, and the grave cannot touch you, cannot hurt you. What God is telling us today, the authority, if we just tap in to know the authority that we have in him, when we are able to have such an authority that we can see into the unseen world, and it says in his word right there, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom. Lord, let me, let me, let me just see. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how this problem is going to work out. I don't know. And you fill in the blank for your life, where you're at, what's going on, everything in the world. The Lord will give you the spirit of wisdom. Now, when we have the spirit of wisdom, it takes away the spirit of fear. Think about that. Because we know Jesus always fixes it no matter what it is you're going through. The only reason he doesn't fix it, we give up. We just quit. You know, we've all heard of, uh, of the, uh, how can I say, it's the pickup service, or they, you know, you can use them to go buy any food you want, so forth. We've heard of, of, it's called Uber, right? You've heard of Uber, you know, you, whatever you need. You know, if, you, if you're hungry at midnight, at, you know, you want a McDonald's, they'll, they'll go pick it up for you, you know, bring it to your door. It's crazy. Well, I, I heard one very successful person was talking about it. And, and the, the one who started Uber was, was declined. In other words, was turned down a hundred different times before someone believed that it could work and invested in it. What if you had quit 80, 90, ah, this, is, this has been going on for years. This, I just might as well give up. Just one person, one step, one day away from a breakthrough, and yet we give up. The way that you keep going is you keep asking through God's authority, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom. And because he sees all things, he knows all things, the Bible tells us he's going to anoint your step. Let's close with one last verse. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. It's our, if you're here visiting or you've only been here a while, this is our, this is our church verse. This, we started in years ago, and this is our verse that we look to uh, from time to time, but it's actually our church verse. Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, in other words, through the sin of Adam, that sin came into this life with Adam and Eve, it says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Much more, much more than those who received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life 
through Christ Jesus. The Lord tells you today, you're part of a kingdom that is the ultimate authority that no matter how much, how bad you think you're losing, you're not going to make it. God says and tells us through, not you, not me, but through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, how much more we will not just get through, not just get by. God says we will reign in life. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Close with this today. Our world changed again this week. And at the end of the service, after the invitation, after the offering, I'm going to ask Pastor Ernie to come up and pray. And we purposely have uh, 13 empty chairs in the front. Last week, 13 brave military, all military, if I can say, but these 13 brave military didn't know that that would be their last week on this earth. But we see all the wokeness, we see all the stupidity, we see all the things that are being protested in our country. Yet, we have young men and women, and as we see these empty seats today, are empty. And the reason they're empty is because they swore to uphold the Constitution that they would protect us. They would protect us so you could go do the things that you do every day and the way you live and, and that we can open this word up and we can get in our cars and we can, we can walk or drive or do whatever we want every day. And most of all, we can worship freely. I get upset when I see certain feminists in this world and then I see the burkas and all the different things that the women have to wear over there. And you th do you think they're going to put up the way that we live in our society of all the things that we do? I don't agree with everything that we do. I don't agree with a lot of what we do in our country. But we have freedom. The First Amendment, the Second Amendment. And we have those that were willing and are willing and are there right now to die. And I do not know and I do not understand with the greatest military that has ever been, there's something not right that we aren't doing and going in and getting our American citizen and our allies. I don't know what's happening, but I know as I close today that we need to pray 
for our military leaders. And, and as you get frustrated with the president, you get frustrated with the White House and those are Know this, go one step further. There's a person who is an ultimate authority and his name is Jesus Christ and that's who we go to. That the Lord will do what only he can do. Never, ever, probably since the last 20 years, since 9-11, have we been shaken like we have been lately. And what are we doing? I don't know. But I know that through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, as frustrated we may be, we can see into the unseen world that the devil is at work. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Let's bow our heads for prayer today. You know, as our heads are bowed, pray for our military families. Pray for these sisters and moms and dads and brothers and little kids that dad or mom is not coming home. But they've given us freedom. Father, we pray for our country today, Lord. Lord, it grieves our heart as we see these empty seats today. Lord, we pray for those families. Lord, let them know that it's not been in vain. They've given us freedom to worship and to live. Father, we're thankful that this nation was founded on you principles of your word and we're never ever ever going to give up fighting and living for the freedom that you've given us through your death and through your resurrection Lord there's so many people watch on YouTube and the church app and live and all over it goes everywhere Lord I just pray that Lord people are scared today and if I've said to so many people this week what Lord, what do people do that don't know you? We've got to be so afraid. Lord, may they know if they're watching you or here today that, Jesus, you tell us, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is your death that took all our sin, the sin of all the world forever and ever, and took it upon your perfect body and shed your perfect blood on that cross so Lord if there's someone here today or watching or listening let them know all they've got to do is accept your gift it is by grace that we're saved Lord let them know let them just call out to you Jesus forgive me a sinner and by faith I, I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins I ask you to come into my heart Forgive me, Jesus, for all of my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live. Help me to live 
by your resurrection power. Father, if there's someone here today has been leads us with a closing invitation, may they come forward today and can show them in your word and they can pray that prayer that I just said. Lord, we thank you today. We thank you that we have hope. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.